Welcome to Epiphany Brooklyn's podcast. I am Brandon Watts, lead pastor here at Epiph. Thanks so much for tuning in. Our desire is to join Jesus in his mission to redeem our city. May God bless you as you listen and consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Grace and peace. Well, good morning, Epiphany Church. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, our Lord. It is a beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, let me be one of the first to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers that are out there. Uh, we honor you today. Uh, we, we certainly esteem you and we want to put you on a pedestal. Uh, you certainly are honored more than just today. Uh, but today is the day that we get to really highlight and celebrate you. Uh, I do recognize, though, how um, I don't know how complex this day can be for so many of, of, uh, of you and so many of us, I should say. There are some who have mothers that uh, they said goodbye too soon and they wish that they were still here. Some of you wish that you could be mothers. Some of you have mothers and uh, it's complex. The relationship can be uh, dysfunctional. But wherever you fall on the spectrum, um, today's a good day to invite God into each and every one of our situations, no matter where you fall. Um, but we do want to honor all of our mothers today. And, and speaking of honoring and speaking of shout outs, let me give a shout out to the mother of my children. Uh, my wife is with us today. Ty, why don't you uh, say hi or whatever you want to say? Hey, good morning, family. Happy Mother's Day. I just want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all of the women who invest, who nurture, who mentor, who pour into um, hearts and minds every day. And I pray that you're not just honored today, but that you feel honored every day. So happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day. You know what's really dope? What's dope? That it's just not you and I today. This I is know. a little unique, right? This is not how we typically do our Sunday mornings, but I'm excited to have my wife here. Uh, but I think we're both equally excited that it's not just going to be you and I, but mm -hmm. we got our mom Dukes on. <laughs> so there are our mothers. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you guys. <laughs> The way my family happy says Mother's it, Day. the way my family says it in thank Harlem, you. is Happy thank Mother's you, Day. You. Happy Mother's happy Day Mother's with a V. Day. <laughs> yes. So let's take a second here. How, this is what we're gonna do, you guys. Uh, the reason I have Ty here, and the reason I have we have our mothers on, is because we just want to have a dialogue today, and we want to dialogue with uh, with these three mothers. At least for me in my life, these have been the closest. Um, that I've got to see and witness as mothers, and each one of them has been an outstanding example of motherhood. And I think uh, it doesn't matter, again, like I said, where you fall. I think there's something that all three of these uh, beautiful mothers um, can impact and can say that can make impact in your life. So let's do some quick introductions. I think they know you, Ty. So yep. if you're all right, let's let's introduce our mothers. Kuma, why don't you go first? And why don't you let everybody know why we affectionately call you Kuma as well? <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, everybody. Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. Um, I'm, as Pastor B said, I'm Ty's mom. My name is Valerie Gott. Um, just to give you a little history, I've been married 40 years this January. We only have one, my one and only, the <laughs> love of my heart. Um, and I have a one and only son-in-law. And son of love, as I call him. So, you know, I thank God for them and I thank God for their ministry. And my sister, which she will introduce herself, we're, we're sisters in this. Yes. And I love her dearly. Oh, that's Hi. Hi. You want me to go now? Yeah, you got the floor. <laughs> Hi, I'm LaBarbara Watts, Pastor B's mommy. 
Uh, his dad and I have been married for 43 years. Now, I was greedy. I have three sons and a daughter. But Pastor B is the baby of the Watts Bunch. And what she what she failed to say was that I'm her favorite as well. But you know, we'll, we'll just let that just let that roll. Oh, don't say that. The others are too. I, I know. That's why I'm saying it. That's exactly why I'm saying it. So let's have a little bit of a conversation. I think this is fun. This is fun for me. I think this is going to be good for our church to hear from you guys. Um, you know, I know mothering is not easy, and you know, one of the things I think uh, both Ty and I can. Uh, testify about is that we grew up with just really godly examples. Yeah. Uh, uh, mothers who pointed us to uh, pointed us to the Lord, pointed us to the Word. What scriptures? All three of you. Uh, I'll start with Kuma. What scriptures would you say have anchored you as a mother? Well, I um, I believe the first scripture that anchored me as a mother and a mother of a daughter was Ezekiel 16 and 44, where it says, um, as is the mother, so is her daughter. Mm, um, mm, and that, that that really stuck yeah. out with me because I didn't have any more children. I only had a daughter. And I wanted, of course, like any other mother, the best for her. I wanted to steer her, of course, in the way of the Lord. I wanted her to be all that she can be, the greatest of greatest. And um, yeah, and I'm I'm equally proud of her. Like, um, you know, I don't I don't want to toot my horn, but it says, as <laughs> is the mother, so <laughs> is her daughter. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's a good scripture. That's a good scripture. Uh, Mom, let me go to you. What scripture has anchored you as a mother? Well, um, the first scripture is uh, in Proverbs, the third chapter, verses five and six. Trust mm. in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding mm. in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Now, from the very beginning, um, I taught these verses to the kids. I figured that if they were old enough to say no and mine. <laughs> it was time to learn some scripture. Hmm. So uh, I started off by just uh, it, letting them know that we can't just do what we want to do. Our goal should always be to please God and to do what God wants us to do. And if we honor him in the things we do, that he will uh, show us the way. And our second verse is Philippians 14. Um, I can do all things hmm. through Christ who strengthens me. It's important Amen. for young mothers to find a life scripture because it's something that the kids will always remember and they, they'll, they'll follow, they'll listen. We, we train them with the words of the Bible and just constantly pray over them. That's Amen. good. We Amen. didn't talk about this, but um, um, I love the verses that Ms. Watt says because mine is really similar, but I do want to say that um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is one of the verses that the boys remember Poppy mm. teaching him. Yes. And I, I love that. Um, you know, you know, what's even crazier. So when she said the Proverbs three. Um, and we call Poppy is Mr. Watts. We, is my father. The kids call him Poppy. Right. <laughs> I, I remember um, uh, the trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not your mm -hmm. own understanding. I remember like learning that. I remember my mother teaching us that, you know. So shout out to to our mothers for 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 holding those scriptures down. But I also want to say to those of you who are mothers at home, man, it's never too early to start um, infusing scripture yeah. into, you know, the daily regimen of your children. I remember as a, I'm about to be 41, 
are. Yeah, yeah. 41. I have to keep yeah. checking that for some reason <laughs> these days. Uh, but I remember learning those scriptures as a young boy, so... What about you, babe? Yeah, so mine's is Deuteronomy um, chapter 6, like verse 5, and it talks about um, love the Lord with all your heart and with all your mind, with all your soul. And then it tells you to teach this to your children and teach it to them in your homes, teach it to them as they lie down at night, teach it to them on your way out. And so just like Ms. Watts, for me, it's just really important you know, and this is also why we take uh, family devotion so seriously mm-hmm. is because I do want the boys to be rooted and grounded in the gospel truth, um, especially as they're getting older. I need those scriptures to come back to them and I need the Holy Spirit to nudge at them and be like, oh, Brandon, you know, oh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. I need them. You know, I need God to ransom their hearts and um, I need the word um, to be in them and to be written on their hearts far after my words have faded. Like I, I, my Amen. desire is for them to be anchored in the word um, because Amen. all of the, the, the teachings that we give them at home and instructions and directions at, at some point that's going to fade, but I need Christ and I need the gospel truth to be their anchor. That's good. You know? Amen. So that's yeah. Good. That's good. Well, certainly, I mean, you guys make mothering look easy. All three of you. Listen. You, you really do. Listen. But <laughs> I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if you guys could share with us some of the um, parts of mothering that are tough, right? That nobody knows, nobody sees. Those things that you take in your prayer closet and you guys are praying to the Lord about, what are those things? What are the toughest parts about being a mother? Let me, let me start the reverse way this time. Ty, why don't you share with us what are the toughest parts about being, mother, uh, being a mother? So for, for me, um, it's always been the wrestle with trusting the Lord's will for their life versus my will for their life Mm. and trusting that God has them and Mm. he's going to hold them together. And there's nothing that they can do that God has not already ordained and nothing that they can do that God's not going to see them through. Mm. And then also letting, um, reminding myself that I'm not their God, you Mm. know, and I um, can give them instructions. I can, you know, give them advice, pour some wisdom into them, you know, pray over them. But at the end, they have to make their own decisions and I have to trust God. I have to trust God with them. Yeah. You know, even as you're talking, I wonder how much of this is transferable to uh, those of you who are fathers as well out there. Like how often we play the Holy Spirit's role in the sanctification of our Mm -hmm. children. Like, yeah. let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit, and we play our role uh, as uh, under shepherds. Yeah. But, you know, it's really hard because for years I've been directing them, you know, put this on, wear this, go here, do this. And now they're at the point where they get to make decisions for their life and trusting the Lord with that. Yeah, yeah. Mom, what about you? What's the tough part about being a mother? Well, um, I don't want to say... I can't say that it's tough, but I will say that it's a challenging part for me was was to have to adjust because there were four of you guys. Mm. I had to adjust myself to be able to reach each one of you. Pampering was different. Teaching was different. You ate different foods. If I boil the chicken, this will want fried chicken. This will want baked chicken. You know, it's just that because there's no blueprint. I just had. So, you know, for example, like Sean, Sean's our oldest. He will fall down, get all scraped up. I clean him up, put a bandaid on him. He back out the door. Chris was an easygoing kid. He just going to walk. Just kind of like traveling through life, but when he would get hurt, 
it was always blood or broken bone. And I'd always end up in the ER with him. But he was okay with that. But our Pastor B, Pastor B, <laughs> was totally different. He would roll on the floor. Mm, talk about it. like he had knives. Testify. Go ahead. I would clean him <laughs> up, but no more outside for him. I had to pepper him, I swear, 20 for hours mm. but you just have to know you had to pamper him did you wait let wait let's slow down let's let's okay. let that this let's, is, you know wait, wait, wait. i just need to make sure <laughs> may I the lord watch between <laughs> me and i just need to make sure i understood <laughs> that correctly i i need because you use a particular word there did you say you had to pamper him 24 7 okay that's the only word okay well, the listen word. I, I just wanted to make sure i understood Yes, he I was the baby. Yeah. He was I the just, baby. I just need a certain and level I had of attention. To him. Okay. And we just have to know each one of our kids. I tell her just throwing him back outside, but then I probably end up in therapy with him. So <laughs> But you know what's funny, even as she as she talks about like the, the differences between the four, and I, I can see how that can be complex and tough. I'm thinking about our two mm -hmm. and how complex that is. Like, man, what are we eating for dinner? Sometimes we literally make three different dinners because yeah. we're usually on the we same page. Dude, we yeah. Did. And it's like, we did. my oldest we eats did one it. thing, my youngest eats something else. And like how to bring all that together is is uh, can be tough. Kumar, yes. what about you? What, what's um, what's a tough part of, of mothering? What would you say? Um, I, I'm... Um like, like, um, your mom said, I know, it's not, hard. Listen, you don't have to find anything. I know <laughs> no, it was no, no, easy. I, I know it was easy. So don't try to listen. If you don't have anything to say, you know, Brand, I don't have anything right now. Hit me with the next no, question. I, hey, Ed, Ed, how do we, know, we how, do we off, how do we cut off? How do we cut off Ty's mic? <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole lot. No, but really, oh. I, I don't think it was tough. I just think it's concerning. Um, you know, you, you pray, you put, you know, you 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 do your devotionals, you read scriptures, you're constantly talking. You're, but then, you know, there's the peer pressure and there's, you know, themselves coming of age. And, you know, I think that's more of the challenge of motherhood for me. Just everything I put in you, everything that you, you were taught, I just want you to carry that through life. Nisha was, was and still is very independent. So she wasn't a needy little girl. She wasn't thank God, a follower. Um, I know you guys call her Ty. I call her Nisha. Um, so you'll hear me say Nisha opposed to Ty. Um, so I think that was my biggest challenge or my biggest, my toughest part, if you will, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just making sure that everything that her and her, my, you know, myself and my husband and her dad put in her, she followed through with life with, you know, everything that we prayed, you know, I always tease her that um, when she was carrying Jaden and I, I prayed over her stomach and I always say he was anointed from the womb and I, the same with her. I knew she was anointed. I used to call her my little evangelist. So, you know, going through life, I just hope that never changed. And I prayed that she always stayed the course and thank God she did. Amen. That's good. That's good. Well, again, you, all three of you, I think, even though we're talking about a tough part of, of mothering, all three of you have made mothering look very easy. Um, so thank you for, for sharing some of that. You know, what else is unique um, is Kuma and my mother have raised children that are adults now. Uh, you still are in the process of raising adults. They're teenagers. But I'm wondering from when you guys first started having children till now, what has changed throughout your how, how you how you mother? So from toddler stage or infant stage to toddler to teenage to adults, 
Um, I can't even imagine what what being a mother is like uh, with your children all out, out of the house. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious to hear, uh, Mom, why don't you start off? What, what would you say has, um, has changed throughout the years for you as a mother? Well, um, when you guys were young and at home, uh, we, I made good of all the time that I had with you guys. Mm. You know, you remember we took vacations every July. We did. We either went to Kings Dominion or Great Adventure. We did all the regular structured home stuff. We went to church. You had school and they had sports. And I tried to be a very, very supportive, hands-on mommy. But um, eventually you all grew out. And at that point I had to change my grip, mm. untie the apron strings. But even now, I, you know, I pray, pray that I'm not a pesty you know, like, like bugging you guys and intruding into your time. That's what we have to learn as mothers when right. to let go. Mm -hmm. There's a time, you know, you don't, when I say let go, I don't mean get out of your lives mm -hmm. completely. But when I say let go, I mean, we have to like just stand back. Mm -hmm. You have your families. If you need me, I'm there on the spot right the second you you know, that's just the way it is. But, uh, you know, that's where Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 comes in. Mm, I taught it to Lord. you. Now I just trust that it works. That's good. Amen. That's good. You know, it's the, um, the great apostle Will Smith that said that parenting is the tension, living in the tension of holding on and letting go. And that mm -hmm. that holding on and letting go is 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 what I'm hearing you say, Mom. And you know, yes. this, you know, just in terms of scripture, like when you look at all of um, my mother's children, my my siblings, my two brothers, and my sister are all married. And you know, if you look at um, places like Genesis one, where it talks about you know Adam was formed and then Eve were formed, and the Bible says um, that there's this moment where you leave and cleave, mm -hmm. right? You, you leave mm -hmm. right. The, the home and then you have to cleave somewhere else. And I, I can imagine that that's, that's tough. You haven't experienced it yet, yeah. but I can guarantee you that you <laughs> I will. I can't wait. Yeah, you will, you're gonna be struggling with that a little bit. I can't I, wait. I, I already yeah. know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm not. It is. It's well, hard. I'm sure it is. It's tough. I'm sure it, it is. It really is tough. Well, go ahead, talk it's about tough. it, Kumar. What, what, what has changed over the years for you? Well, it's, you know, just piggybacking off of what sure. my sister was saying. It's, it's so true because in my case, I only had one. Um, and I have to learn boundaries, you know, just, you know, going through life. We did the vacation. We had the structure. We did church. We, you know, we took, she was lazy. We wanted her to, you know, she's long leg. We wanted her to run track. <laughs> that didn't work. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> yeah, she did not want to run track. Um, and it was Colgate. It was like reputable. It was good. Pratt Institute every Saturday morning. And she came to me one day and she's wow. like, mommy, I don't want to run. So we didn't make her do anything she didn't want to do. What but, age was that? You know, we had the whole structured life with her. And of course it was our only one. So we kept her out. We kept her busy. Um, and then along came my son-in-law. Um, <laughs> and at that point I knew you know, the, she, you know, that spark comes in her eye and I'm like, oh no, I'm losing my baby. <laughs> and, um, you know, her and I talked, you know, we talked and talked and, and I knew Bram was going to be the one. 
And of course, when he called me and her dad to ask for her hand in marriage, I'm like, oh, Lord. You know, my husband tried to play it off like I wanted to finish school. I wanted to finish school. But of course, he didn't want her to leave. Um, but we, you know, him and I talked. And we, like Miss Watt said, we have to unloose the apron strings. We have to let her go. Mm. And, you know, so it's the different stages that changed me watching her from a toddler to, you know, I remember walking out my house the morning of their wedding. And I, that's when I think I had my first breakdown cry. And I said, my house won't be the same anymore. Mm. I think it took me and my husband like a whole month or so to even just come straight home from work because it was empty to us. Mm. Um, yeah. Now when she come, we'd be like, go, go home. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, you know, I think that's, that's one of the, to me, challenging of motherhood, you know, um, unloosening that apron string and letting them go and fly and be all that, you know, and now my greatest joy, and I guess I'm just going a little ahead, but my greatest joy now is watching her be a mom, be a wife, you know, being the best version of herself that she can be. And, you know, and I thank God for that, you know, mm. but it was tough getting where she is now. It was very tough. Mm. Yeah, yep. I'm sure. Thank you for sharing. Ty, what about And learning about boundaries. You? And 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 not to cut you off, Pastor. No, go ahead. And learning boundaries, it. as your mom said, you know, learning because she was my one and only. Um, you know, you you always still want to know, are you safe? Are you in the house? You know, yeah. I can't ask yeah. her, is she in the house at night? You know, when yeah. she would come home and I'll be like, okay, I could go to sleep now. Now, yeah. you know, you guys are always on the go, you're always somewhere. And so that comfort of a mother knowing that she's absolutely safe, I don't have anymore. So I do trust sure. and lean on God with that, you know, to exactly. keep you guys safe no matter where you go um, and where you are. Amen. Good. So I just wanted Amen. to say that part. Good. Amen. Ty, I know you don't have as much uh, skin in the game as mm-hmm. our mothers do on raising uh, adults, but I'm curious, what's changed for you over the last... Uh, well, 17 years since our oldest is 17. Well, I'm, I'm going to get into it. I just wanted to, to respond to mom, to mommy. I think for me, it was hard also for me to transition out the house. Like, even when we got married, like, so much of me missed being home. Mm. And, like, marriage was new. It was, it was hard. It was difficult. You know, we got pregnant right away. And it was just, I don't know, home just felt, home with my parents just felt um, familiar and and not a lot of responsibility. It felt like not when we were home right. with them. It just felt like I didn't have any responsibility. I could just do whatever I want. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a transition for me also to learn boundaries and learning to, like, just be home and just, you know, grow up and whatever came with marriage. And it wasn't like I was running home because we were having tension. It was just like I really just enjoyed. I just really missed being at home, being at my parents' house. Um, but let's learning that um uh, to have boundaries also and to set that. Um, but yeah, but me and mommy still talk every day. So. And, 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 and to piggyback off that, you still don't have a room in my home. I do. I do still have a room in your house. <laughs> I do. Um, but yeah, but to answer the question with, with the boys, I already, I already spoken to trusting God, um, plans versus trusting my plans, but now I'm learning to trust their plans for their life mm. and the decisions mm-hmm. they make for their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And, that's that's been interesting um, to see. Um, you know, I, I praise God for our boys. Um, they make wise decisions, sometimes foolish decisions, but for the most part, they make really wise decisions, and they have really great friends. And they're just good boys. They they you know we don't even have a curfew for them because they're always in the house before we have to even text or check up on them. 
Um, now that oldest oldest one sometimes gets a curfew. Well, Don't let him hear this. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, you're right. Like you're, right. you're right. I should. I, I spoke too soon. Um, but he does do the right thing, you know. He does. And so learning to trust, you know, he's going to be 18 in June, and he's, you know, um, has desires and ambitions to do certain things with his life that best. makes us uncomfortable. That makes wow. me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and it's nothing. It's nothing bizarre. It's just actually living. But learn, but it um, also being fearful with him being a black man in America, oh, yeah, in absolutely. our country, and knowing that one poor decision could result in harm or imprisonment, yes. you know? And so praying, covering them in prayer, but also learning to trust their decisions. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's true. So yeah, true. That's true. And, you know, praying that the Holy Spirit, you know, which goes back to, you know, the Deuteronomy scripture, praying that the Holy Spirit leads and guides them to all truth. All truth. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All truth. Well, let me kind of um, shift a little bit off of uh, your direct children. So each one of you, which is amazing when I think about this, each one of these mothers have um, direct children that they have. Ty, you have two. My mother has four. Kuma has one um, by birth, right? But you guys all have a bunch of spiritual children and a bunch of um, God children as well. Um, I can speak, you know, and I'll let my mom speak to this a little bit. Uh, I remember growing up and my mother used to have a, a, a youth choir called Youth United for Christ. And I remember on Friday nights, it would be over 100 youth uh, all packed into this little basement uh, at, at mm. Allen Chapel. Yeah. Yes. And we would pack into a basement and it was we looked forward to Fridays and all of them somehow became like magically her um, her spiritual children. Even today, you know, I, today, I, I, I run into people and I see people and they automatically connect um, that upbringing that, you know, that investment that you gave. And um, I think that's a testament, mm -hmm. man. That's that's powerful. Amen. That's I would love to be able to say I remember when we first started church. We had a few people. I was going, man, I wish we can get them Friday nights. My mother used to <laughs> pack and jam kids into to a room. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know, how does that, how do you ensure that you're giving uh, nurture, all three of you guys, to, that you're giving nurture to the spiritual children you have, the God children you have, those who call you mom that are not actually your children? How do you, how do you ensure? Koma, I'll start with you. How do you ensure that you're giving nurture and care and maybe just speak a little bit about your, your, your spiritual children? Yeah, I have... Uh, a million godchildren whom I love every from the oldest to the youngest dearly. Um, I'm in the, much of their life as I possibly can. Um, you know, I check on them. I call them. We if they need to pray, if they need to talk, if they need to cry. Of course, if they need correction. You know, some of their parents may call me and go, "Oh, you better talk to your godson. You better talk to your goddaughter." Um, and I'm there. Um, a scripture comes to mind is Proverbs 31 and 31, 25 and 26, which says she is closed with strength and dignity. She opens her mouth with wisdom, teaching kindness in her tongue. And, and that's where I do with yeah. them because I want them to I want them to feel a safe place with me. I want them to always be able to know that God mommy don't play or I'm more of a spiritual auntie too. She don't play. She's going to give you the truth, but in the same token, she's going to love you and she's going to walk you through this. I don't, you know, leave them. I, you know, I still call, I still 
check, I sweet text, you know. So I just think just being there, giving them wisdom, giving them godly advice, steering them the way in the way they should go. And um just loving on them, you know, just loving on them the way I did from birth to, you know, I think my oldest godchild is in his late thirties. Um, mm-hmm. just loving on them. I think you got a godchild that's older than 30. How old is Rudy? <laughs> God papa. <laughs> He's going to kill me for that. Hey, God, Papa. He's going to kill me for that. <laughs> Mom, what about you? What, what, what do you think about just uh, your spiritual children, your God children? Talk to me about a little bit of nurturing care that you've given there. Well, okay. As you know, um, like I said, we have the four. But then I had foster kids. Mm. That's right. Tons. Okay. Tons of foster kids have come through uh, our home young some that I had to, to you know like nurture as little babies and some as old as uh my boys were and that worked out really well now they have uh I have two goddaughters Hadassah and Melissa who will keep in contact with me they, we call we talk we send cards they <clears throat> communicate with each other um, we all were in neptune new jersey together and we we were closer then physically closer but even though we don't have that physical touch right now our hearts amen our hearts you know and that the God, the the foster children have all gone out, and I just hope and pray that something that they gathered from our home to know that there is good in the world. Mm. And even though they might not have their parents as they would ex- want to have, that they, they they had the Watts family yeah. step in at a time in their life that that it was important to them. And um, Hadassah and Melissa are my girls. And um, I, we keep in touch. I'm not going to let them That's get beautiful. away. They can only That's go beautiful. so far. One lives in California and the other one lives in Maryland, but I don't care. <laughs> God, my, they call me God Mommy. God Mommy's going to get them. We're going to get together some kind of way, somehow. You know, I had to preach at a church in L.A. a couple years ago, and who walks in is Hadassah, my god sister. Um, yes. So you're you're right. They they certainly stay uh, they stay connected. Ty, what about you? Spiritual children, god children? Yeah. So um, we've been blessed with two goddaughters, uh, Maya and Tori, and we have a godson, Jason. And man, I just think about when I was being, when their mothers asked us to be their godparents, like I got, I, I saw Maya being born mm. and being a part of Tori's life since birth and just having that relationship and having East egg hunts in the backyard when we ha- had the house in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, like those moments were just so sweet and tender to me and yeah. just me desiring to always be a part of their life. But now Tori's a teenager, Maya's practically grown and um, no, no, she's not grown. Not you, got, you got issues with that? Yeah, she got a few years. <laughs> she's almost grown. She's, almost. On, she's on her that way. Not let Maya be grown. She's a, little, she's a little lady. And, you know, sure. she texts us, God, you know, when birthdays, Mother's Day, holidays, she's good at that. God, mommy, you know. 
And I just want to be like the tightest to just, you know, older women, teach younger women. And I text, mm. you know, we text and a have a relationships and a good relationship just like, because it's not, she doesn't desire to hang out with us anymore during the holidays. So mm. it's just, you know, <laughs> catching her when I can and fitting in her schedule, but just letting her know that she has um, family and that she has community and that she has access to us. So if she ever needs anything, same with Tori and Jason, if they ever need us, if they ever need anything, we're here to support them and encourage them. And, you know, at times when they can't talk to their parents or they just need an ear or um, some words of wisdom that they can reach out to, to me. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. That is so, so important. important. So let me yes, encourage those, those of you who are um, are desiring to be mothers and maybe the Lord hasn't opened that door or um, maybe you don't have a desire to be a mother and, um, you know, you're just going through life. I think all of us have an opportunity to be a spiritual parent mm -hmm. of some sort. You know, Ty, you ran past right. this verse, but that Titus 2 is powerful. Older women teach the it's younger women. Powerful. That is that's spiritually nurturing, yeah. right? That's right. Yes, There's another that's verse right. that came to mind. Um, yes. Genesis 3. So after Adam and Eve fell, um, they get kicked out of the garden. But as they're getting kicked out, something powerful happens in verse 20. It says, then the man called his wife Eve because she was the mother of all living things. But what's so interesting about that verse is she doesn't have children until mm. chapter four. Mm. And she's yeah. called a mother in chapter three yeah. of all three. living things. Uh -huh. without it. So, so there's, there's something in every one of you beautiful ladies mm -hmm. that is nurturing, that is motherly. And there's nothing more powerful, I think, than having an army, when you're old, mm -hmm. having an army of young ladies that can say, I was discipled by her. She loved me. She cared for me. She bailed me out of jail. She, I mean, like yeah. all of these things yeah. that you That's guys right. can, you know, you guys can partake in. So I just want to encourage you. I strongly want to admonish you to look at life and go through life and say, who can I be a spiritual mother to? Because I guarantee you, mm. there are young ladies that are desiring and they seeking need and need yes. it. Yes. And need yes. it. Yes. So let, let me ask one Absolutely. more question to you guys before I, before I let you guys go and enjoy the rest of your Mother's Day. Um, who is your favorite mother in the Bible? And if you could take a few seconds to explain why. Now, if you all say the same mother, that's fine. That's great. But I just want to hear why. So who, who would you say, like dig deep a little bit here and tell me who is your favorite mother in the Bible? Time to start with you. Oh. Who's your favorite mother in the Bible and why would you say she's your favorite mother? So I have two that I kind of go back and forth with. One more recently, um, but one is um, King King Lemuel, his mm. mom. And I always love the oracle that he recites that she said to him. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, um, and I always say it to Jaden. Um, it opens up and says, what are you doing, son of my womb? And I say that to Jay, my oldest, all the time. Um, but it, then she goes on, he goes on and recalls something she said, which is open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Wow. And I just love him as being a king, was able to sit down and think of the words that his mom said and thinking on those things and acting on them and wow. those words still convicting him and weighing heavy on him. And so just shout out to his mom. You know, we don't know her. He don't, he don't really go much into, the, the scriptures doesn't really go much into who she is. Um, but that he was able to recall his mom and honor her in that way. 
Um, but more recently for me, it's um, I've, just with all the injustice that's going on, um, this week was really particularly hard for me, just with everything um, in the news and the trial and everything. Um, just reflecting on Jesus and him coming and being intimate with us and me believing that he had to take on our pain and our suffering and understanding us in an intimate way. And then thinking on his mother, right? Jesus' mother, um, this young woman who um, experienced an unexpected pregnancy, realizing that this child was a gift. And then nurturing him, loving him, protecting him, guarding him, raising him. And then watching how he was being condemned for just being who he was. Mm. He didn't do anything. He was just being who he was, who God called him to be, um, God in flesh, and watching the world condemn him Mm. and watching the world hate him. And then watch him being crucified unjustly. Mm. And it just is a reminder of how close her story is to mothers of black boys. Mm. Like how knitly close that story is. And Mm. for me, it's just been just, again, um, just a lot of emotion in my heart. Um, But wondering what the agony she felt when she could no longer protect her son. You know, right. as mothers, that's, that's right. what we do. We protect our babies. Mm. And it became a point where she right. can no longer protect her son. Mm. And so we, you know, me, again, as a mom, um, just been really just st- studying Mary and studying those scriptures wow. and understanding her journey because it's so closely knit to black moms mm. who have boys. And it have, is. Have um, black girls. Mm. Y'all give Ty some hearts in the chat. That, that, was, uh, that certainly was, was pretty powerful. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the mother of Jesus, Mary... Do you think she spanked Jesus? Because I just want to know how that went. Like how, how, like, how do you spank God? Like, how does that happen? I don't think Mary believed in spanking. Okay. All right. I believe she believed in talking and having conversations and asking him, like, why did you stay at the temple? We all left. Why were you still right. here? Well, right? My, my mother believed well, in spanking. Oh, wait, hold on, yeah, hold on. No, my, I just said my mother believed she in spankings. What did you she say, Kumar? She fucked she him did. she said, yeah, she went back mm-hmm. and said, why am I looking for you? Right. He told her. She better, she better be careful. Father's, I'm about my father's business. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, pull around, open up a little skin and zap her real quick. <laughs> All right, let's hear from you, Mom. Who's your favorite um, Who's your favorite mother in the Bible and why? Okay. In 2 Kings, I had to really work on this one. Come on. Because I had choices. In 2 Kings yeah. chapter 3, there's a story about Two prostitutes mm. who share a room. I don't know mm. their names. I tried to look for names, couldn't find the names, and I don't want to call them by the profession. So I'm just going to call them the woman. Mm. Okay? So they both had a baby. The babies were three days apart. Well, uh, one night, the first woman woke up and found her baby dead because she had laid on him. So she got up, put her dead baby in the bed with the other woman and took the woman's live baby and put it in her bed. When the other woman woke up to feed her baby, she realized the baby was dead. And she looked over at the other woman and her baby was alive. And she knew that was her baby. The ladies argued, but um, it didn't work. So they had to go uh, before the wise King Solomon. And his solution was to just take the baby and cut it in half 
okay. give half to this woman and half to this woman. Well, the real mother told the king not to kill the baby. She said, just give the baby to her. Just give the baby to her. And the other one that says, cut the baby in half. That way, that way nobody's going to have a baby. But because of the love for the baby that the king saw from the lady, from the woman, he gave the baby to her because he knew that she was the mother. She knew her baby. I totally admire this mother because she didn't give up. She took it to the Supreme Court for a decision. And even though she wasn't happy with the king's decision, but her love for the, her son mm. made her concede to just give the baby mm. to her. Don't kill wow. Don't mm. kill the baby. Give the baby to her. Wow. And, and King wow. Solomon saw how much she loved the baby and was willing to give him up so that he could live. He knew that that was her son. Mm -hmm. She knew her baby. Mm. We have to know our babies. Mm. Mm. That's right. Come on and preach this word. <laughs> Woo! All right, Kuma. What's your, uh, well, who's your favorite um, mother in the Bible and, and why? Well, um, just to piggyback off of um, Nisha for a minute, of course, Mary, um, for the same things ditto that Nisha said. Mm. Um, like you said, this week was a tough week, just watching everything and, you know, thinking Mary how to deal with you know, watching her son being crucified just because he said he was the son of God. But my, one of my favorites, and I have a few, but one of my favorites is Bithia. Um, mm. Moses, I don't know why they say adopted because she really didn't adopt him. She just rescued him from mm -hmm. the water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I love her story. I love how she raised him, no matter who he was. Mm. She was, she nurtured him. She mothered him. She loved him. And she thought she was rescuing him mm. when in turn he really rescued her. That's wow. good. Wow. And and for yes. me, and for, for me, that just reminds me of we're never too old to learn from our children, mm. too. You know, where you know Beth, Bithia thought, you know, I, I got this child, and she was willing to, you know, uh pull a wool over her dad's eyes just to keep Moses who he was in Egypt. Mm. But because of who Moses was and what his purpose was in life, he had to do what his purpose was, what mm. he was going to do. And right. when Bithia followed him with the slaves, it shows that's a mother's heart. That's a mother's love. Mm. Yes. So no matter what, she learned from her son the way of God, mm. not the idols, but that's His good. God. That's mm. good. The true and living God. That's good, so that's mom. why, you know, she's one of my, I, I yes. absolutely love her. Like, you know, just to take someone and then learn from that someone and then Amen. still follow him, which Amen. it was her son. That's good. That's so good, good, mom. Yes. Wow. I'm going to remind you of that later when we talk. <laughs> <laughs> I said, son, I don't, I, <laughs> you're my daughter. Man, that's powerful. Man, it is, um, it's so refreshing hearing from all three of you and just the the foundation that you've instilled in, in your children and your spiritual children and your godchildren. And just to hear how that legacy has the potential to to continue on, right? That investment doesn't stop at the generation that you've invested in, but mm -hmm. you know, you've invested in them so that they can invest in another generation and another generation and you know, exactly. if may, maybe you grew up and uh, you didn't grow up with a mother, 
or you grew up and it was dysfunctional uh, or it's dysfunctional now, you know, you really can, number one, I think today's a good day to patch that relationship, right? Today's a good day to reach out and, and, um, and, and try to reconcile that relationship. But also, um, you can be the new link. You can be the new start of that new, that new thing that can, be, that can make generational you know, impact. And so I just want to let all three of you know that I love you. And um, I want to wish too. all three of you a happy Mother's Day. Um, I think we have been, I'm, it's so good today to just be able to sit and listen and mm -hmm. hear from you guys and learn from you guys. Uh, but I want to give you guys the last word. Any, anything encouraging that you would, you would say, Ty, I'm going to start with you again. Anything encouraging that you would say uh, to those who are watching? Um, first, I want to thank um, these ladies for being such a great example um, to me as mom, as mothers, and as wives. Um, as watch, I want to thank you for raising an awesome man. Um, Brandon is phenomenal. Um, he is more than what I prayed for. He has exceeded expectation, and he continued to grow um, and become a better father and a better husband. And I know that's a testament to um, all yeah. that you and Pulpy instilled into him and your great um, other kids, Chris, D'Amica, and Sean. Like, you did a great right. job. And all you. your grandchildren, you know, thank the world of you. So. My tons. Yes. Um, how many is it to be? 13. 13. Mm. So, yeah. So just. Um, and great grands. Great so thank you um, um, for. Um, Thank you for Brandon. <laughs> Thank you for him. I do like. Um, you forgot he, to say uh, sexy and smart, <laughs> and you forgot a few things, uh, but. And and all that, and all that too. And um, all that. Yes, and all that too. But yes, thank you. I think you. Um, I think of you all the time when I look at the man that Brandon is, and I know that's because of you mm. and Poppy. So thank you. And mommy, you already know, like, you did it, girl. You did it. But, <laughs> but no, like, my, me and my mom talk every day on the phone. Brandon knows we talk about the silliest things. We're texting, we're FaceTiming. And she has become my best friend, which is crazy because she always kept me in a child's place. Like, I didn't think I would ever earn the privilege to feel like I can pick up the phone and laugh and talk about girly stuff and not be awkward. Like sometimes she say too much. I'd be like, you can never say that to me again. I am still your daughter. <laughs> like we're not that close. Like let's never do that. But to be able to like talk to you and, and like knowing like you prayed for me and you've been consistent and your voice has been encouraging and you've been my greatest support and consistent. Okay. And I just thank you for being the best mom and now like my best friend. So I love you. That's good. I love you too. That's good. Anything you would say to encourage uh, any mother that is watching? Yeah, so so all the moms out there, even if you, again, like Bran said, if you have don't have your children of your own, um, your voice, your presence, your wisdom, your knowledge, um, your encouragement is needed. It is necessary. And so I want to admonish you to be that voice that a young lady needs. Um, be that Titus to woman that's pouring into younger women. Um, be that person whose life is making a difference, whose life is impacted by the impact the gospel has had on you. And so make sure that we're not 
um, so looking for this picture-perfect way of reaching out and pouring into and discipling people, but that we're looking for the Lord to use us in any capacity that He wills. Mm -hmm. And as long as God is getting glory out of your life, as long as somebody is coming to know Jesus through your life, then God be glorified. So Amen. be encouraged um, for all the moms out there that do have little ones. I'm praying your strength in the Lord yeah, as right. you are up at night <laughs> and you are changing diapers and you are um, having ear infections and tummy hurts and teething mm. and all these Amen. things that oh. we, we forgot about. Um, I pray that you are not feeling alone, that you are not feeling isolated, that you are not feeling overwhelmed. And if you are, that you are talking to somebody, that you have somebody that can encourage you, that you can shoot a text and just know that somebody's praying for you um, and that you have moments to yourself. It is okay to get away and get a babysitter. You do not have to be in the house all the time with the baby. If you can get away and go for a walk, go get your favorite dessert, take uh, time to watch your favorite show, that is totally fine. Yeah. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Amen. Mom, final words to uh, all of the final moms words. watching. Okay. Um, I just want to kind of piggyback on what uh, Nisha just said. Um, I want everybody to know that I picked Nisha out. She did. Y'all listen yes, to this. She, she really Boy, did. Brandon even knew she existed. That's true. I already had picked her out. Yes, so she you, did. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm pleased as fun. So thank you for being uh, the wife you are. And thank you for taking care of my spoiled brat son. Listen, we need to talk more because you are using key words that are triggering here. <laughs> So there's some things that we probably just need to, you need to just, okay. All right. I love being a mommy. I love being called mommy, ma, Barb, all the, all the little sweet handles that they have given me. And, and I, to any young mother, just to me, know your child. Mm. Know your child. And when somebody comes up and says, your child did this, X, Y, Z, you say, oh, no, uh-uh. Mm. That's not my child. My child didn't do that. Know that you can say that and know that it's the truth. That's good. That's good, Ma. Kumar, last words. Um, um, first, I want to say yes. Ty is now officially my best friend. Aww, I made Aww, it. You never said I that. <laughs> I want to thank God for you too. Um, I absolutely love your relationship. I thank God for the Watts for their son, which took my daughter, and I couldn't ask for a better son in love. I, I mean, I know it's not Father's Day. And this is not a train moment, Pastor B. I but know, that's right. Come on. You can cry <laughs> I, on my shoulder. What Come happened on, on the train? No, what happened no, on the train? No, no, he wanted to say I cried on his shoulder. I did not. You did. You did. But, right, right. Hold on, hold on. Come on. Let's never run over this. So right before time no, no. got married, <laughs> me and Kumar me and, me and rode on the train no. to the city. And on the way to the city, she sat on this shoulder right here. No. And she cried and she cried and she cried. And I welcomed it. I received it. And now, you know, Amen. people have issues with their mother-in-laws. I don't. Amen. I don't. That's, that's Let true. Let me forget it. He will not. Let me forget that I had a moment. We had a moment. <laughs> but, but I thank God because... He is. That's the way I, he is. I, I thank that's God him. for him. I thank, God for our I thank God for our relationship because... I, I'm a fusser. 
Um, I'm surprised they didn't say that, but I am a fusser and I fussed him just like I fussed Nisha. Like I love them. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And if they need me, I'll be there. Okay, enough about them. Mom, I know it could be a lot, but trust me when I tell you every moment, every cry, every scrape, every ear infection, every runny nose, when it's gone, when they're going out your house, you will welcome that moment sometime. Like, <laughs> I wish sometime my daughter was back home and I'm fussing or I'm like, did you do your homework? Did, you know, just because that's a part of motherhood. All those stages yes. make them to what they become and you can't get that back. So enjoy each moment, each mm. stage, no matter how hard it may seem. When they walk down that aisle and you give your son to the lady or the lady to the man, mm -hmm. it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. So it is. I would just, it would behoove you just to really, I know it can be a lot. It can be overwhelming, especially if you're a single mom, you know, I mean, pray, ask God for strength, but enjoy those moments. They don't stay babies long. They, they really don't. And then they become your best friend and want to be your mother. Because mm. Ty thinks she's my mother, but she's not. <laughs> Based off the scripture you shared, you know, there's some things that maybe the Lord put on my heart to share with you. But to piggyback on what mommy no. said, um, what, what is the saying? The, the days are long, but the years are short. Yeah, mm. Kids yes. really do grow up really fast. Yeah. I, really I, fast. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, speaking uh, of growing up, I feel like if we stay on this on this uh, too long, we'll all be old. So let's <laughs> go and enjoy our Mother's Day. I, I think we've we've uh, certainly exhausted a lot of time, but it's it's good, man. It's it's good. This is the first time we got to do this, right? Mm -hmm. So um, hearing from you guys has been has been a blessing. Let me just end this by saying, you know, um, trust in Jesus, man. Trust in Jesus. You, your mothers out there, uh, make sure that you are holding on to Jesus, or I should say, make sure that you Amen. are in His hands because mm -hmm. He can hold you a lot tighter. Amen. And you can hold him. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, when Jesus was on the cross and there's seven last things that he says. And one of them is, son, behold your mother, behold your woman yes. and, and mother, behold yes. your son. And behold that's Jesus yes. making sure that he knew that he was going to leave this earth right. at the age of 33. That's but he wanted to make sure mom was taken care of. And so right. take that's care right. of your mothers. Make sure that you're trusting in Jesus and, and walking with him. Uh, because he'll remain faithful to you even when you're not faithful to him. Mm -hmm. Let me let me end. Let's pray for the mothers. In fact, I, I'd love for you to pray, Ty. Yeah. Uh, let's pray for all the mothers. And then uh, after that, I'll I'll quickly read a benediction and then we'll, we'll end from there. Yeah, let's pray. Uh, Father God, how we just thank you for being our God and being so good, um, being our peace, being our hope, being our strength, being consistent. Mm. A consistent help in a time of trouble you are, God. And we thank you for that. Um, thank you for our moms. Thank you for Kuma thank you, Jesus. and Grandma. Thank you for Miss Watts. Um, thank you for um, all that he invested into us. The years that we weren't grateful. The years that we mm. were um, uh, disobedient and sneaking around and doing our own thing. We thank you for the, the prayers that they covered us in. Um, that we don't even know about and the prayers that they are continuing to cover us in. Father, yes, I pray that you would bless their home, um, keep them whole. 
I also pray for all the other moms out there and the daughters who have dysfunctional relationship with their mother or mm. for the mom who's grieving this Mother's Day. Yes. Um, for the one that's praying for you to, to open up her womb, God. Um, for the mom who's having a difficult time with her child. Uh, Lord, would you meet them all, Father? You are big enough yes, to Lord. be present in each and every one's home right now, Father. And I pray that they would sense your help and your strength right now, Lord. That you would speak yes, to their Lord. heart and encourage them. Thank that you Jesus. are right with them. That you see them and you know them and you love them with an everlasting love. God, there's no prayer yes, too God. big that you can't answer. There is no womb that you cannot open. Yes, there is Lord. no relationship that you cannot mend. There is no yes, prayer God. that you yes. cannot answer. God, yes, you Lord. are a prayer answering yes, God. And you you are faithful to your word and you are bound yes, by your Lord word, Jesus. God. You, you are Lord. a man who cannot lie, God. And we thank you, God, yes, God, for everything else in this world is a lie, but you are full of truth. Yes. Mm. And God, with your Holy yes, Spirit, wrap each and every mother, each and every daughter, each mm. and every broken heart, each and every person who yes, didn't want to come on because they didn't want to ce celebrate Mother's Day, would you remind them, God, that you are more than enough, God, in their life, God. Yes, and Lord. everything that is broken, God, you make whole, God. You mend relationships, yes, God. And yes. so Father, I pray, God, every ache, every hurt, everything they don't want to talk about, every shame, every yes, embarrassment, God, yes, everything God, that they're yes, running God. from, God, that they would let it go today and leave it at your feet, God, yes, that they would surrender all, that they would ask you to come into their heart, yes, God, Lord, that they would ask Jesus. you for more joy on today, mm. that they would ask you for more peace on today, that they would yes, ask you for Lord. healing again, yes, God, that they would yes, trust yes. you again to have a relationship, God, yes, that they Lord. would know, God, that you are with them, God, and you would never fail, yes, God. You do all things things but fail. Yeah. So, Father, on this Mother's Day, God, I, we thank you, God. We thank you yes, for being the, 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 the good, good father that you are, God. Mm. Um, we thank you, God, for, for mothers and the example that they are and for the mothers that desire to grow and they walk and desire yes, to be Lord. spiritual mm. mothers, God. Would you give them wisdom and directions to do that? So, Father, we thank you for all that was said today. God, we give you all glory, give you all, all honor, glory. give you all praise. All honor. We pray these mm. things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, thank you guys for hanging Amen. out with us. We, we have another worship song, and usually I'll come back at the end of that and read the benediction. But if you don't mind, I'm going to read the benediction now, and then we'll go into worship. If you don't got to log off, hang on, hang on with us so we can worship Jesus together. But receive this benediction. Uh, it's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him who was able... To do far more abundantly than we can ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Worship Jesus with us. Amen. Grace and peace. Amen.